Deron Payne is a go for Sunday. Jonathan Allen is a sack and a half away from history. And the ownership group is answering fans' wishes. All that and more on your 22 September Daily Commanders update. Let's go. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to your Daily Commanders update for the 22nd of September. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. We're Ref the District on the Believe Network. And Stoner, we've got some good news coming Mm -hmm. out of Ashburn as Deron Payne is a go for the game. Injury report coming out here, and uh, he's listed as full. A couple of questionables that we're going to get to here in a moment, but how impactful is Deron Payne going to be on Sunday? I mean, he makes a huge difference. Obviously, you saw him take over one complete series in the second half last week. He's been dominating. He's been dominating for the last couple of years, let's be honest. So anytime you have him available is obviously good. You just have to be careful with him. I think he and Jonathan Allen are are out there for a lot of plays. They need a little bit more from their backups, I think. But yeah, Deron Payne playing, huge deal, massive deal. Absolutely. On here listed as questionable, Cam Curl, Curtis Samuel. Now, with that being said here, I'm going to go to Ben Standig's tweet. We know Logan Thomas is out, right? We've yep. ex- expected him to be out uh, pretty much all, all week because that hit that he took in Denver. Cam Curl, Curtis Samuel missing it with illness. They're listed as questionable on the report, but Stoner, Ron Rivera came out and said that under the old rules, they would have been listed as probable. Yeah, we're big cam curl guys here. Yep. You know how much he means to this defense. Is this something we should possibly worry about? Or is the probable that Ron Rivera gave us a little give you a little warm fuzzy? Well, no, not really. I mean, to answer this, the last half of it, does that give me a warm fuzzy? It does not because they're they have flu like symptoms. So two mm-hmm. things you have to worry about one. Obviously, if they're not out there practicing because of flu like systems, they could lose fluids, you know, all those things that comes down to in two days from now that could weaken them just a little bit. So they probably won't be at 100%. Second thing is if they've got flu-like symptoms, you know how that spreads. And we have no idea how this could possibly get to the rest of the team. Hopefully they caught it early enough to separate them from the rest of the guys at the facility. But you're probably going to see both of those guys at not 100%. And you need Cam Curl at 100% against Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Dalton Knox, uh, Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox, James <laughs> Cook, all those dudes, man. You need you need a healthy Cam Curl. So hopefully yeah. uh, hopefully he can get past it and, and yeah. be 100%. On the spreading factor, it's probably a good thing this is a, a home game and they can that stay helps. isolated fairly well rather than having this be an away game where they're traveling and you know that in those confined spaces, they're going to potentially spread mm-hmm. that to another teammate here mm-hmm. uh, of note stoner on the bills report, not a single injury designation. This will be a full team. Obviously Von Miller on, on, uh, on or yeah. yeah. So he's, he's going to be missing this game. So he's not going to be there, yep. but everybody else, the one did not practice uh, was white. And that was just kind of a veteran day off yep. full team in Buffalo. Is is that a scary endeavor here for this Washington team? Yeah. I mean, obviously Buffalo is a scary team to deal with, especially offensively. So look, if Washington comes out on Sunday and, and beats their butts all over the field, they had got no excuses. It's not like some of these other teams. Oh, you know, the jets don't have Aaron Rodgers, or 
the Panthers don't have Bryce Young. Well, that's not really that big. Or, you know, the Colts don't have Anthony, whatever. There's being no excuses once Washington whoops up on Buffalo on Sunday. All it's right. full team, baby. That sounds good. Well, mostly a full team for Washington. It's not full team yeah, versus full fair. team. So maybe that makes it even more impressive. As we mentioned, Logan Thomas going to be out. Eyes are going to be on the tight end group. Uh, one of those tight ends was a guy that we really liked coming into this season. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he did suffer an Achilles injury. That's Armani Rogers, uh, again, out for the season on uh, the season ending IR. No longer in a boot from Nikki J here, no longer boot and progressing. Ron Rivera saying he's a gym rat uh, and sits in on team meetings. Now, that part I love to hear. Right. Soak it in, soak it in because when you come back, you need to know all of this information. Uh, good news coming out there from our money Rogers. Like I said, we're, we were we were big fans of his yes. before the injury. Yep, big Armani Rogers fan. He, he has, has a lot of potential, but yeah. And plus, it just it curries favor from the uh, from the offensive coaches and everything. Just see you when you don't have to be there. That you're there. There, you're showing commitment to this team. You're showing buy in. That hey, even though. I have no chance of playing this entire year. I still want to be a part of the guys. I still want to be part of this system and learn it even better so that next year I'll be strong and I'll be ready to go. That's I think that's a pretty, pretty good deal for Armani Rogers. Yeah, uh, I fully agree. So hopefully we'll see big things from him, especially with Logan Thomas dealing with an injury, possibly, uh, you know, going to find himself, on uh, on the cut list i know it's early i know people are going to kill me for it but uh, well, uh, I mean, uh somebody who people are killing in the uh the chat groups and everything is cameron cheeseman mm. who's had some issues snapping the team brings in five long snappers to kind of test them out you know get the feeling cameron cheeseman felt mm. pretty confident uh but uh he did talk with uh uh, his uh, coach there and John Kime talked with uh, Nate Kexer. Kexer. Katzer. Yeah, we're going to just say K Town for this one here. And uh, and talked about uh, Cheeseman. There's some trust there for Cameron Cheeseman mm-hmm. coming from the coaching staff. Now, what else are they going to say, right? Like, that's how that's kind of is this the dreaded vote of confidence, Stoner, that's coming <laughs> no. there? Because he does say that the leash is getting shorter. Yeah, it's definitely getting shorter, but if you have if you bring in five guys and none of them are impressive enough to beat out Cheeseman or at least not cut that rope all the way down, and so they're going to go with Cheeseman, that says a lot about Cheeseman, that he kind of met the challenge, stood up to some pressure, and performed. Now, he's putting it out there that he didn't really change his snap technique or whatever. Well, he said it wasn't – that wasn't – a big deal. So like he's right. changed the grip and everything, but he's like, people are overplaying that as the, as the issue. All we know is fans, especially all we know is we see the results. I don't mm-hmm. care what the reason is or how or why, or how you want to classify it, whatever. All we see is results. And we see balls getting dribbled back on extra points and kicks. Hasn't had any issues with the punts, but if you see that and you consistently see it now twice, three times in two games, that's got to get fixed and I don't care how you do it. And if it does mean another guy, sorry. And you bring in another guy to replace him, but good that they're giving him kind of the benefit of the doubt saying, look, we're going to, we're checking you. We're bringing some guys in, but you need to fix your stuff so that we can continue on. 
definitely has a good rapport with Tressway, so you'd sure. like to see that him helps. stay on there. Tressway, obviously, the goat at handling those missed snaps. Uh, snaps. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that progresses. Speaking of Tressway, if you haven't, make sure you check out Hang Time on the Washington Commanders channel. He's talking with Sam Howell. Great interview. A lot of fun uh, that's being had there on uh, the Commanders channel. A lot of fun is being had by this fan group now that the former guy is gone and this new group is here. People are coming out of the woodworks and they want to celebrate with this team. And something that's fairly interesting, Stoner, is that the ownership group has been talking and engaging with fans. In this case, Mark Ein responding to a fan who said, hey, bring back the the official rallies for fans out of, uh, you know, out, out of pocket, right? So uh how great is this to have mark ein kind of engage and saying hey you know what that's a that's a great idea i'm gonna bring it up and see if uh, that's something we can't bring back isn't that crazy isn't it crazy that the owner of a team of one of our teams is seeing things out there that fans are asking for and the fans are saying hey we used to do these road parties or these these rallies on the road for games because you got fans all over the place so hey can you bring that back and not only does he think that's a good idea, but he goes on to Twitter and he says, that's a good idea. I'm going to bring it up. So, you know, it's going to, I mean, he's got to save face, right? He can't like say, well, I talked to him about it and they all said, no, we can't do any road rallies or whatever. He's kind of beholden to it now. So I think that's a big deal. I think that's a huge deal that they're listening to fans saying, this is what we like. We think this is good. Okay. Uh, I hear you. And, Let's see what we can do about that. So I think you're probably going to see it. You might even see it as quick as uh, next week against uh, Philly. You might see something up up the road in Philly. Hey, that'd be pretty sweet. I mean, that is uh, Harris's other territory that he plays in. So maybe that's something that he can make happen on short notice there. Uh, Hey, what would happen? Sorry, Nathan. What would happen is if next week in Philadelphia, if if Harris had uh, Joel Embiid up in his box, in his commander's <laughs> box, how awesome would that, I mean, Philly fans would just, uh, they, they, blow, they, they hated that one, uh, that one reporter. I don't think we talked about it on, yeah, uh, Howard Jay, but yeah, he, he, he hated that. He was just like, what is this? Joel Embiid shouldn't be there. And this is trashy. And <laughs> you know, Josh Harris is a poor owner. Oh man. They'd lost yeah, their dang great. on minds out there in Philly. So James I definitely Harden. want to see it now. I definitely, I want to see the entire 76er staff up there in burgundy and gold. I mean, they could wear something neutral. It's not going to matter because Embiid was neutral uh, Mm -hmm. when he was here. So that's uh, that's fun to bring up. We'll see if that happens there uh, in a couple of weeks from now. Uh, Speaking of this week, though, Mm -hmm. uh, JP Finley has your 10 things you should know before the commanders face off against the Bills here. Kind of rapid fire a little bit here, Stoner. Mm -hmm. Step in when you want to talk about it. Washington, if they go 3-0, and we talked about this earlier this week, would be the first time since 2005. That's Joe Gibbs 2.0. Mark Brunel was the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I still have a Brunel jersey, so yeah. I, I, you know. Maybe that's what you should wear in honor of uh, uh, on Sunday. That should be what you do. Montez Sweat is leading the defense with three sacks this just two games in here. But mm-hmm. Buffalo, and we mentioned this as well, Buffalo only has three sacks on the year through two games. Washington with ten. Who gets the better of the Sunday game? Well, I think uh, th- that's pretty easy. 
if we can slow down that that line again, then uh, you know their defensive line, and we wreak havoc with our defensive line, we should definitely increase that lead that we have on them. Should we get there uh, after week one loss? The Jets marred by four turnovers. Josh Allen has did not throw a turnover in that win against Vegas, yeah. going thirty one for thirty seven, two hundred seventy four yards, three touchdowns, no turnovers. Is that gonna happen here to Washington? Well, he completed his first. 13 passes in that game i think i mean he was awesome he was player of the week and all that i mean if he does that then we're in a lot of trouble now one of the big things on the offense here is stefan diggs we're all familiar with him university of maryland star a lot of people would like love to see him here in dc he has 17 catches this year so he accounts for quite a bit of that offense if washington can shut down diggs does it shut down the entirety of that Bills offense? I mean, they have a lot of other weapons that we've talked about, but he is he's the guy. So you have to shut him down. If you do shut him down, obviously you have a much better chance to beat Buffalo. So it's 28% of all Buffalo's receptions there from JP Finley. Uh commanders have trailed after halftime, came back to win both games this season. Mm-hmm. And we not have a heart attack game. And by the week? way, fourth quarter. We've yes. trained in both of those games, not just ha- halftime or in the third quarter, fourth quarter. They've been behind nice to show the resiliency, but let's not do that. It's just <laughs> it's not good for us. They are tied for fourth in the NFL with 31 second half points. And uh, how has a 125.5 second half passer rating. That's impressive. E- EB doing a, uh, some good work there. That's best. That's third best in the league there, by the way, hmm. uh, commander's defense leads the NFL in creating negative plays. That's, Washington, yeah, Washington has 120 defensive snaps this year. 21 have resulted in a negative play. Yeah, that's huge. That's 17 and a half percent of all defensive snaps are negative plays, and only Dallas. I mean, Dallas is close. They're at 15.3, 15.3 uh, percent. So yeah, Washington uh, leading the league in negative plays. Impressive. Yeah, that's a, that's at least a play or two different there from first to second. So it's mm-hmm. while not sizable, it is you know not going to just sway. Uh, by one single play. That's got to be, that's a couple of plays there. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with Philadelphia and Dallas, Washington is one of three S- NFC East teams with a 2 0 record. Do you find that surprising? Um, no, I don't. I do find it surprising that the uh, Giants are not one of those teams. They're, they're struggling a little bit, obviously, with another loss. They're one and two, but no, not surprising. Everybody pretty much had, we had three teams in the playoffs last year, the NFC East did. So, uh, not surprising at all. Number eight on this list, uh, defensive tackle Jonathan Allen, a sack and a half away from mm-hmm. breaking Dave Butts' franchise sack record for defensive tackle. Now, Stoner, I have to tell you, mm-hmm. stacks were not an official stat for the entire time that Butts was here. He played from 75 to 88. Yeah. Uh, stacks didn't become a thing until later. So it's kind of like Ryan Kerrigan's situation where he is mm-hmm. the sack leader for the franchise, yeah. but only because not all the sacks were counted uh, for some of the more prolific players in Washington history. Yeah. I think 82 is when sacks became an official stat. So Dave Butts went seven or eight years without getting any counted towards his Mm -hmm. record, but still Jonathan Allen has done that in what this is his sixth year, maybe seven yeah, something like that. So what he's doing, make no mistake, that stat, is saying it's impressive. What yeah, he's, he, he's a very impressive player, and I expect mm-hmm. uh, that maybe not to happen this game, but to happen within the next couple of games here. We'll see 
how that turn uh, turns out. Uh, Washington's comeback against Denver was this uh, was led by Brian Robinson, gave us the best total yardage of his career with 18 carries, 87 yards, along with those yep. two catches for 42 yards that we broke down on our day after reckoning. Mm-hmm. He scored two touchdowns and helped me beat your team in fantasy. Stoner. Yeah, uh, how big early. is how big is Brian Robinson going to be this week against the bills, especially in this weather that we're going to be expecting. Yeah. I think that's the big thing is the weather. If, if, if it does become that way, he's a reliable back. He's a tough runner and he doesn't put the ball on the turf. So yeah, he, he could be the key to this game, assuming that the weather does come in. It is going to be a party. This is your 10th thing. And your 10 things to know from JP Finley. It is a sold out game. 175 yep. team alumni are coming back and expected to be there. Pierre Gerson will be honored before the game. Can Washington take all of this good mojo yeah. and and beat the Buffalo Bills? Man, I hope so. There's definitely a lot of a lot of good mojo um, going on with this team, with this whole in, in organization. And if they are at home with everything that's going on against a Super Bowl contending team against an MVP type quarterback and they beat Buffalo to go 3 and 0 this town might burn down i mean it's going <laughs> to be on fire and we'll, we'll be on fire we'll have to wait for that until we win the Super Bowl cuz it's 17 and 0 until we find out otherwise Buffalo, of course, known for those Buffalo wings. So the social media team had some fun with the players Mm -hmm. and they asked chicken wings, flats or drums. Some debate there on some of the teams. My favorite being Montez Sweat and Chase Young here, who Montez Sweat with drums and Chase Young was like, really? It's flats. Mm -hmm. How about you, Stoner? Are you a drummy guy or a flats guy? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And I did notice that they didn't even offer um, uh, like boneless. Boneless was not even an Those option. Chicken right? nuggets. Yeah, right. They didn't even <laughs> offer that. It doesn't matter. I, I like them all. Uh, as you can tell, I put away some wings in my day. So I'll, I'll take anything. Yeah, I prefer flats, but I'm I'm oh, not really? turning down any wing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. Yeah, I'm not turning down awesome. any kind of wing. We'll see. Maybe that's what we'll have to have Sunday for the game. We'll be streaming it live, doing your play-by-play and commentary. Be sure to check us out on our Ref the District YouTube channel. And we have a great game preview planned for you on Saturday. Be sure to check that out as well from the Believe in Bills Mookie. They're going to help us out and talk to us a little bit about what to expect from the Buffalo Bills. But until next time, uh, let's get to 3-0, baby. Let's go. Be a fan. Be a fan.